Hello, this is Hall Ball, or Mr. Hall, or Kill Hall, or just Sam. And talking about of things today. I do not know really what to talk about. sort of hungry right now, so I don't know where I'm going to eat right now. Um, Anyway, um, that one world, um, I'm going to be talking about different books and their aesthetic, um, to set up the atmosphere and, not really atmosphere, but more of the setting I'm thinking of for the art style, um, art style for this world is basically going to be uh, gothic in the sense of like a gothic cathedral like architecture that's the word I'm looking for architecture I can never say that word for some reason well, I need to say it architecture mixed with um, steampunk add-ons but they're not bronze, and uh, but it's not bronze and steam powered. But it's not diesel punk, but it's got a mix of that in it. In the sense that um, can't remember the name of the movies, but it's uh, the book. The three book series that are futuristic themes. Um, one of them is Dangerous Halos Universe. Another book series is Halos Universe. Another, the third book series is what? What's the name of that book series? Magic Mage Win Winter Halo. Crap! I forgot the name. 
I'll, I'll, I'll probably look, have to look it up later. Um, those three art styles mixed with gothic cathedral uh, architecture in the sense of how much pointy and vertical and stuff that is. Like, take a gothic a cathedral art style building. Have that be your base sculpt. Have that be your base base thing for your building block of everything in this in this city town. Have that be your base sculpture. But on the add-ons, like the detail work on the outside of the building, that taking that Gothic cathedral that's been modified for a different purpose, basically kind of deal. Basically saying, say a Gothic cathedral, Catholic church or something, or building of that of that time period, and then have it heavily modified to where it looks like it's blasphemy for now times, but in the future it's that kind of of aesthetic that uh, is going on kind of deal. Dang it, long line. Don't want to go down a long line on. Damn it. Um. And. I mean, on the outside part of it. Um. The old. A mix, mix matching bits and pieces from different art styles and stuff in the sense that this is not going to be a pope this is not going to be an apocalypse theme but it's going to be like an aftermath apocalypse like down the line kind of thing is what, what it's going to be mostly like in the sense that in the main sense that oh okay so that's Sorry, I got distracted. Um, good way they. I'm trying to think of a good animation that took off a little bit. I want to say Steamball. An anime movie called Steamball pulled off steam. Some good steampunk looks. If you ever get a chance to look that up for some of the visuals, take that pipe work, that pipe work and stuff, and instead of steam, instead of steam for those pipes and stuff, all that is actually nothing but either hydraulics or fiber optic cables or cables or basically it's more cyberpunk kind of deal but not cyberpunk 77 I guess it could be a little bit like that but it's a little bit of diesel punk I guess I don't know how to exactly put it I just missed my exit my exit back there 
let's see, they're still in business. Um, it's really hard to pin it down exactly what art style is. But if you can mix and match all those things so far that I'm talking about, like, take the real world as of today and then have things heavily modified on the outside sculptures outside of the actual buildings like as if they're add-on pieces oh perfect example take a perfectly good house or whatever you may see randomly on somewhere on the side of the road while you're just driving and stuff and, and um so i just saw this um perfectly looking house and all this other stuff and out of nowhere, and I mean like out of nowhere kind of add-on sculpture piece added onto the added onto the house is like a satellite antenna. Like it's just blatantly obvious that's futuristic tech attached to an old house kind of vibe is what I'm going is what is what it looks like for these some of these buildings. And then the new age buildings for that time period are not going to be skyscrapers because the timeline for this stuff is that <coughs> it's a bad because they're not really going to be skyscrapers mainly because like they're going to be skyscrapers and there's going to be some skyscrapers in some of the cities and stuff but it's not really skyscrapers because it's not made out of glass it, it is but it's not Basically, what it is, is that most of the, uh, what's it called, most of the high-rises and stuff, that they may look like uh, regular skyscrapers to our standards, but it's actually going to be, um, the top major part of the building is actually going to be wrapped in solar power. Uh, uh, solar arrays and stuff so when somebody's window washing and stuff they're actually window washing the the uh, solar panels and stuff and the top half of like majority of a building even though it's it's literally going to be covered with like every square foot of whatever part of every couple high rises is going to be mainly solar panels. And then the top part section of a high rise and stuff is actually going to be um, is actually going to be uh, like carbon filtering I guess is what you call it. I don't know the fancy technical terms and all that stuff. And these high rises and stuff, they're actually not going to be office buildings. What they're going to be is they're going to be um, Long line again. I guess. I guess I'll just go for this one. Um. Cause I, don't, I really haven't had this one in a long time. Uh. But they um. Oh, I got country ham this time. Okay.
Goose bell. Southern Shock? That's a new flavor I haven't heard of. Damn it! Anyway, the um, think a little neon in some places, like old Vegas neon kind of aesthetic, but it's all fiber optic cables that look like neon. Um, in some places. But back to these high-rises. These high-rises are actually factories. Um, in the sense that they make um, carbon fiber tubes. Like nano, like nano carbon fiber tubes. And what they do is they're every so many miles apart from another high-rise by statute limitations like section because what they're like every so many floors is a, a I guess you could say a, a, a carbon scraper and what it does is it goes into this into this high rise and even though the high rises are no longer uh, viable for uh, office work but they are uh, instead of office work it's more like uh, factory work so say it looks exactly like you're going into the office like if you're going into a high rise office building like these call centers and stuff but instead of sitting down at a call center sec uh, station cubicle it's like three, it's like one square of like a uh, four by four cubicle where there's one person per little square of a cubicle. One big, take all four of those desks, take away that center divider, and that one section is one machine and one person or just one machine. Yeah, in inside of this high rise and all this other stuff, and all, yeah, 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 and it's basically be like it's it's gonna be like each station like that is gonna be like a milling machine, but instead of it being a milling machine, I, I don't know exactly what they're called. I think they're actually. Instead of a milling machine, I think it's actually called a, um, I don't know what the machines are called, but they're, it's actually inside of a uh, cotton or a uh, wool station uh, factory that does the, the wheat, the, um, the spinning, the, like the wool spinning or cotton spinning for uh, making fibers and stuff, like like this, making the spools and stuff of this stuff, and um, basically, it's these uh, either humans or 
or robots, depending on, I, I, I don't know how much time period you want to put down on this, or how much time period I want to put down on this, but, because I'm, because I'm making this up as, as I go on the fly, and how I'm thinking about it is that, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I'm going to do it, is what is, um, because what it's going to be is it's going to be human, robot, human, robot, human, robot, in a checkerboard fashion on each floor going up. So there should be at least, because I don't know exactly how big those buildings originally are, but let's say every floor has only only 10 humans and the manager has to be at the same workspace station like everybody else. The only difference is that um, is that the humans on the checkerboard pattern have to occasionally during their breaks and these buildings have to have a mandatory schedule of mandatory breaks and each break is has to be 30 minutes and the lunch break has to be an hour long. If it's not like that, these companies and stuff are are going to be billion dollar sued in the sense that even though if they make trillions of dollars, the suing process of fines is percentage based, not flat rate based in the sense that um like each individual building is a different company and it has to be that way depending on the area that I'm saying this up in and um cause this material that each building is producing is the same material but it's almost like a sports like how Boston and Chicago and Charlotte and some Detroit and some of these other places how they're in Philadelphia how they are extremely sports based college football and all this other stuff and basketball how dedicated they are and stuff to their individual stuff that's what kind of companies I'm talking about in the sense that it's to that extent of how proud these people in the city that these certain high rises and stuff are at and it's all based around those in the sense that if there's any major company mumbo jumbo against other companies and stuff like fighting and sabotaging and stuff it's a major dip in all of them, including the one who made the sabotage happen. Because the world in general is so de had got has gotten so dependent on these nanocarbon fiber tubes um, that that if the people who are making them does not make a good quality job. They have three, no matter how small the infraction is, 
if it's three infractions and each infraction ha is like majorly looked into in the sense that of a national U.S. security in the sense that um, if the person who file it is also going to get the infraction at the same time they're it is in if one per okay let me put it this way if one person or one machine has the infraction the entire building has to get inspect has to stop working for a single week and the every single person and every single machine has to be looked at thoroughly floor by floor and each floor is shut down for an entire week every time one thing happens that's how badly uh, fine-tuned these things have to be and that's how fine-tuned all this stuff is going to ha is is happening and this is like in like the far future in the sense that it's such a daily occurrence that it's no longer an inf people no longer call it an infraction they just say oh okay our work schedule now is we work a uh, 12 hour shift uh, we, we work like more like a 14 hour shift and our lunch breaks are an hour long our bathroom breaks are 30 minutes long we get three bathroom breaks on top of our hour lunch. So add that into a 14-hour day. And... Stop. And during all of this stuff, and everything like that, um... I really don't know how to look up the do the logistics and stuff of this. Um, mainly because I'm not a big person on logistics and stuff like this. Uh, for it. But overall... Like, that's the main income and power generation of some of these cities. And the main places that have these have to be big cities. In the sense that you won't really see too many of those in like the Midwest, or actually you'll see more of them in the Midwest slash, depending on what uh, weather zones and stuff like that. The other thing is, um, 
On the coastlines, and the aspect in Halo that I'm taking a, a taking of is that this is far enough in the future. I'm taking Halo's idea about gravity. About gravity manipulation and hydrogen manipulation, that and uh, also there, um, also Danger Days' hydrogen manipulation. That there are hydrogen batteries. Everyday occurrences and stuff. In the sense that also that certain machinery has a mini nu nuclear fu fusion, fission, can't remember which one's technically safer. Basically, a, new, a tiny nuclear reactor, and their nuclear reactor, the actual base of the thing is um, take the size of an arc reactor. Take a, here's something that you may be able to look up really quick. Um, think the chest reactor of Tony Stark's um, chest. That thing is called an arc reactor. Okay. Take that. That is how small the original design and stuff it for it is. But the bigger picture of the thing, like the regular casings and stuff around it, to make it quote safe. actually takes up the majority of the weight for the thing and the extra fuel cell that helps loop and stuff now there was many nu nuclear reactors and stuff Or how, I guess how Fallout does it, I guess. Except a lot more safer. Like Halo does it. Um, it's only usually used for military purposes, really. Or really expensive private companies or 
um, just really big machinery in general or something like that. But everything else is usually um, run off of hydrogen power cells and some other stuff like that. And um, and the city coastlines, the east and west coastlines of the United States. I don't know about the rest of the world. I haven't thought about that logistics stuff yet. Because I only know the United States. Is that half of their co of the entire all the states' coastlines, half of them, um, of each side, has some kind of facility in each state on their coastline that does the brine and does the um, production for the hydrogen cells for these cars and jeeps and stuff like that and warthogs and and flying uh, flying drones that humans fly and stuff like to actually get in and stuff like that like a danger days is a thing. And my whole thing is it's going to be like a pre-danger days um, event of before the meteor hits, but before they even not acknowledge that there it's even happening. But it's also in the same time timeline, like a parallel timeline, that the meteor actually misses uh, the Earth and hits Mars, and we actually start. We were actually starting a colony that was actually going pretty well there, and it's about how we get. Not actually not too bad. Southern something Mountain Dew is what it's called. It's like a cherry fruit punch. It's not bad, but it's like, eh. And, um, Structure. Like it's a par. It's like the. Basically, it's gonna be dangerous days before the meteor hits, but it hits Mars instead. And on the opposite side that the actual colony is on, on Mars. And and that kind of. Logistics in the sense that that uh, how we're we gonna get it resources there and stuff like that. And the biggest reason why 
the world has gotten so dependent on these materials on Earth is because it's like the starting period of Halo when the inner colonies are starting to stay, take place. And we're just now starting to know how to terraform. And, and also the beginnings of, uh, of uh, manipulating gravity at the same time. But we have really pieced together all these different little things. So basically, it's a combination of in between, basically it's a, my world that I'm setting up is a time period that's before Danger Days' meteor hits and the starting point of Earth colonizing the moon the, and Mars and its inner colonies. Literally that start. And before the major insurrection and all that stuff actually starts happening. And a slightly better like viewpoint. Like I won't I won't accept the rule the rules for the world. The rules for the world. And I'll let somebody else figure out the major logistics. But I do not want the rules to be broken. Unless I figure out... Unless they come up with a legit... Like... Sto good story plot. That also happens to have... Like logistical... Or realistic kind of... Backlash that actually would happen for this rule to be broken or for this rule to change. And to make it a new rule. Also, I really don't want a scaling problem either. I really don't. But it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen artistically-wise. Um, let's see. What else? Again, I'm just telling you the world that my story's going to happen in. My story itself is going to happen in this world. But it's this, this. I just told you about the world itself. The story is not even going to be about that stuff. Because all that stuff I told you about just right now is happening literally in the background of these two main characters that's, that's going on. That's literally why I told you about this. That's literally the setup of this world.
and and it's, it's gonna be like literally two main characters but supporting role characters are gonna be like main characters at the same time and I don't want to spend a lot of time going like if it ever goes to a book kind of setting or more podcast setting of me actually saying what these characters are or like actually putting this story down it's gonna be like for you guys it's gonna be an easter egg hunt in my podcasts because I am not splitting this up from this from the different podcasts because I don't really want to do that because I'm lazy and two I want to be a sort of a community building project in the sense of how how the community sets it up it sets up this world and and this canon and eyes in red are the nicknames or you would say, not really a good nickname that's this is what it, that's just this is really what I come up with really just off the fly red and could it be eyes could it be truth could it be uh, the girls is gonna be red that's definitely gonna be it as a nickname slash pseudonym slash code name for her because I don't know what actually her actual name would be I haven't thought about that yet I'm trying to nail the guys because the guys I really wanted to be nuanced with his ability because his ability he's gonna like the world's gonna have certain aspects or abilities in this world, but it's gonna be so nuanced in the sense that um, because it's so far in the future that and so nuanced that people basically have AR or virtual reality augmented virtual reality around them and stuff. Sort of like Ready Player One and Ready Player Two. A little bit. Not 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 to that extent of that atmosphere in that world. But but just a little bit in the sense that it's so nuanced that that um I almost want to call them glass, but that, that's not really good. I want to call them eyes, but that's not really that great either. That's like in front of them. Four eyes is not really that great either, even though he technically sees like in a fourth dimension kind of deal. I don't really know what to call him. Red eyes, red eyes. In red, I red, red eyes. I almost like the title Red Eye. 
red and I, but you drop the and and just call it red eye. And it, it, can, it will confuse people to pick up the book to see what it's talking about. Red eyes. Eh, sounds right. That sounds about a good title. Red eyes. And the guy's called eyes. Because, and he's just got stuck with that nickname, I guess. And it's going to be his code name slash nickname slash what we're going to call him for right now. Basically, his ability, which makes it nuanced for the world, uh, because a lot of people, or some people, can do this already without having to have augments, like cyberpunk, like, um, like uh, enhancement body parts and stuff. This guy can just innately do it with his natural body at a sixth sense kind of deal that he can in the game called Assassin's Creed back in like uh, I forgot what version but it's like the version that did um, it's the version that did uh, that introduced the eagle eye or whatever it's called eagle vision or whatever um, that highlights things or Sort of like how the night vision is in Halo Halo 3 ODST in the sense that when it's night, it's that night vision like highlighting certain spots and stuff. Um, there's a combo a little bit in between the two. But whenever it's just him or third person camera look on him and he's looking at it and stuff like that and he... It's a normal world. Like, you see the normal world around you. But whenever it goes to his vision, when you zoom into his vision, uh, by camera standpoint, you see the normal world like we do now. But it's going to have sort of like the mind palace from Sherlock's BBC, BBC Sherlock Holmes in the sense of seeing... A wishy-washy kind of um, you see where people have hand, you see where they last put their hand like the heat from the handprints and the, and you can see where they may have gone like stepwise and all kinds of stuff like that. Basically, those three combos is his vision. And in this world of super, in the future, people can have augments of contact lenses. Or eyeballs, or shades, or uh, goggles, or visors, or one eyepiece monocles, or something, or headsets and stuff like that, that already give you this vision uh, as an add-on to your vision, where he innately does it to an extent that it's not too as far in depth as that is. He just innately has picked it up because of his background from his parents and that he, who he hangs out with is that Red's, the girl, father and mother are like artists who absolutely, for their hobby and for their quote job, love making puzzles. So much so 
that their actual house is one giant puzzle. And and since he's sort of infatuated in love with her, and she and Red's just picked up like that kind of like um, aesthetic, and the sense that she loves making puzzles so much that he's eventually just falling in love making not making but solving the puzzles. He loves solving the puzzles where she likes making the puzzles. And she likes solving some of them too because she has to know how to solve them because of her parents always making making puzzles. And um and so So basically, this entire book slash movie, or whatever, or podcast, basically podcast, more likely, is going to be one giant puzzle of me telling the story, and you guys got to figure out the timeline of where I'm telling the story and this stuff. Uh, I have no, at this point of time, I have literally no timeline, no outline, no nothing. I'm just going to tell you bits and stories and here and there and stuff. And you guys got to figure out where it all goes. Right now, I got to sign off. And this has been Hallball. Ben Kill Hall. Sam. Signing out.